We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Hello and welcome to the Transformative Principal Podcast. I'm excited to have you here today. We're going to be interviewing Sandra Dalhulahan a great Title I principal in Canyon School District. This happens to be the school district we both work for, and our views expressed herein are ours and ours alone, and do not necessarily reflect those of our employer, as is the case in all of my podcasts. But I had a great chat with her, and I am excited for you to listen to it. Sandra has a uh, very relaxed and calming personality and when you are with her you feel like you can be yourself there's never any judgment she's a great person and i'm really excited for you to hear what she has to say today as always i'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode paperless principal please go to paperlessprincipal.com and learn how you can streamline your workflow and make your life a whole lot easier We're here with Sandra Dalhulahan, who, if we look on her wall, she it was the Haynes Association of Elementary School Principals School District Community Leader, the Jordan School District Rookie of the Year, the Distinguished Principal of the Year, and she won an award from the Center for the Improvement of Teaching Educate Teacher Education and Schooling, <clears throat> and is also a National Board Certified teacher. So she's pretty awesome. So tell us, um, Sandra, about some of the things. Tell us first about your school, how you got here, why you're here, what your favorite things are about your school. Okay. Um, I am happy to be the principal of Sandy Elementary, home of the Sharks. This is my seventh year here. Um, I've actually been an administrator for eight years. 
my first year as an administrator, I was an assistant principal at two uh, elementaries for a few minutes. And then for uh, the rest of the time, I was at one school, Hayden Peak Elementary. <clears throat> and I loved it. My background is high school. I was a high school English teacher for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And when I went into administration, I thought I would do middle school. Because of my family situation, I thought a middle school administrator would be the best for me. I did my internship in the middle school, and I did my inter my internship in the elementary and fell in love with elementary. So here I am now, elementary, and I, I've i loved it. I was assigned fall 2007 to come to Sandy as a new principal in a Title I school. A challenge, absolutely. I remember thinking... Title what? <laughs> what is Title I? Well, I've learned a whole bunch about Title I in my seven years here. Um, oh boy, I love this school. I love, I love this school a lot, and I love what we do here. Especially, I love our kids. Mm -hmm. It's great to be in a school. We're roughly, well, depending on the day, between oh, 65, 70. We've been up to 75% free reduced lunch. Um, and with that comes... Opportunities and challenges. Uh, and I've believed from the beginning that these kids here deserve the best education they can get. I also believe that they deserve to be educated more holistically, that it's important that we do academics for our kids, and, and especially in reading and math, because that's where our kids struggle, but also that they have opportunities to experience the arts. Um, that's very important to me. So when I first came to Sandy, I... Took that first year and kind of learned a lot. More about elementary, more about elementary curriculum, more about Title I. Um, I knew I wanted to feel good at school, and I knew I wanted teachers to feel good, and I knew I wanted our kids to feel safe and feel comfortable here at school. So that's always been important to me. I, I believe I am a people person, and um, I wanted people to feel like they were home when they were here. So that was a, one of my... Big goals to make people feel comfortable. <clears throat> staff was great. Um, I did see a few staff members the first year that I raised my eyebrows at. Um, and a lot of them were close to retirement. Hooray. Uh, but as the years have progressed, we've become a little more fine-tuned with our staff, finding those people that are just right for this school, who have those traits and characteristics and qualities that fit into our family here mm -hmm. and um, who know what they're doing and who have an energy about them and who love kids. So it's been great. I, uh, I love, I love hanging with the kids and something about the school that I, that I think we've done well here is that we, we do things for the whole child. We, um, the last few years, we've had a school play where every child is invited to participate. They're singing and dancing. We have an orchestra that travels, or that starts, not travels, but has uh, three nights a week. They're part of our our school family and um, do performances for our rest of our kids. So our kids have an opportunity to see and hear and participate in an orchestra. We also do our school choir run by volunteers, and they draw around 100 people 100 kids usually every year and our singing sharks put on a great show at the end of the year. So that's part of our, of what, what we do to make ourselves a really great place to learn and be. Mm -hmm. 
So um, you said a few very interesting things in there. One is uh, your desire to have a more holistic education. Um, <clears throat> and then you've been able to get um, volunteers to run your choir. Do volunteers run your orchestra as well? The person who runs our orchestra is actually paid by the district. Okay. Um, and she works through the EBL office, through the fine arts rep there. Okay. Um, and is paid salary for that. Right. That's really good. Um, and I think that's really important. I know that in Title I schools, sometimes the holistic and the arts can get pushed to the side because there's such a focus on the student's low academic skills. Right, right. How do you make sure that that's still a priority at your school? Well, you know, our teachers work so hard with academics and, you know, new curriculum has come around for our teachers the last few years in, in reading and in math. And that's taken a lot of the teacher's time. And that's really what we focus on as a title one school. We're always looked at for our academic growth and our progress. And that's exciting. And it's scary too, mm -hmm. because we want our kids be, to be proficient. We want them to do well. We want them to be contributing citizens. Um, but we also want them to appreciate some of those little finer things of life, the things that bring us joy, um, like music, like dancing, mm -hmm. recreation. Uh, so part of our um, rotations during the day include uh, art and music. Mm -hmm. And we brought in a program called Meet the Masters where the kids are actually doing more artistic projects. Um, in fact, we, had, we have a business partner, uh, EXL, here in Sandy, Utah, and they asked us, because they, they're providing things for our school, and in return they asked us to provide decorations for their Christmas tree. And as a, as a professional, I was a little concerned about art projects. However, during our Meet the Masters art rotation, we did create um, Christmas decorations for trees based on the colors of Monet. The kids were studying Monet. And so the extension of that exercise was developing Christmas decorations in themes or color themes that Monet would use. How do you like that? It's perfect. That's pretty awesome. And we sing a lot of songs and learn music and... And get introduced to to various artists in our music rotation. Our kids do so, so they get they get those opportunities. That's really cool. Um, <clears throat> there are a couple of principals that um, I know on the internet. Um, John Ross and Nick and Deglio they do a podcast called the Rockstar Principals Podcast, and they say that their research is showing that principals become effective when they have been at the same place. Well, they can be effective from the beginning but they're out there most effective as it relates to student achievement um, by the time they get to their seventh year. So it takes seven, oh, wow. years, seven years to learn how to be a good enough principal that you can have a huge impact on student achievement. What do you, what do you think about wow, that? Wow, that's, the, you know what? This is my seventh year. Am I getting the seven-year itch? I don't know. <laughs> um, well, and, and that, that's interesting to think about because for me, I, did not ha I don't have a background in, in elementary. I've never taught elementary kids. So for me, that was a curriculum and teaching kids, elementary kids was my struggle. And so I know for myself, before I could be a true instructional leader for these teachers, I needed to know more about what, mm -hmm. what they were teaching the curriculum. And I'm still learning. I'm still learning so much. I feel much more confident in my own skills when it comes to coaching teachers in an elementary level and knowing curriculum. Um, at seven years, wow, I, I think that I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I know how to 
I know what we need to do. Are we there yet? Of course not. Are we ever there? That's why it's called educational reform. You right. know, really. It's, are we ever done? We're never done. Um, that's an interesting concept. I will I will think about that because I think we're at a really good place here. Mm-hmm. Are we done? Never. Um, but I, yeah, we're, we're in a good place. We have found... We have found what works for us as far as a school-wide structure. Mm-hmm. We have found what's working for us as far as um, programs. Um, our teams are more cohesive. But when it comes to truly instructing kids and making that progress and that achievement, we're still there are so, still so many nuances there we need to fine-tune. So we're, we're getting there. Right. I mean, that's a lot to think about. Um, so I've had occasion to be in your school a little bit this year, um, subbing and just helping out. And that's been a really neat experience. Um, when I've talked to teachers about you and as a principal, um, they've always been very complimentary about how they recognize how much you appreciate them. Um, they recognize how much you care about them, that you're aware of the needs of the students, um, and a lot of other things that we'll probably talk about in a little bit. But let's talk first about how how you pay attention to so many students in a difficult, who come from difficult home lives with a lot of students who are living in poverty. How do you stay attuned to their needs and make sure that you are aware of what they need? You know, I admire principals who know every child's name at the school. I'm not one of those. Mm-hmm. I don't know every kid at my school. But I know their faces, and I know what they're interested in. I know who I need to look, I need to watch closely, mm-hmm. who I, I need to give more positives to. Um, if nothing else, I feel like at this school, I, I try to really be positive with those kids. A kid will do anything for a high five in the hall. Mm-hmm. And if I don't know their name, they're my bud. You know, they're, hey, bud, how's it going? I mean, and, and taking time to talk to kids. Mm-hmm. In fact, when I, I've met with two students today um, for some discipline concerns. And before we even started going over the concern, we just talked a little bit. And one kid shared with me a lot of stuff about his family and actually broke down. A fifth grade boy broke down and was crying. And unrelated to the incident at hand and I just thought Sandra this is your time to just bond with that kid and spend time with that kid and deal with this kid on this other level and if he trusts you he will tell be honest with you and tell you really what happened today in this situation and um it was good I'm I'm a talker and I've learned that yeah I don't I shouldn't talk sometimes I just need to be quiet and wait and kids will tell you things Mm -hmm. and um so I think just that smile and that positive and that high five I'll tell you what else I love to do with kids. I love to eat lunch with kids. I sit in the cafeteria and I eat my lunch with the kids and they think it's the biggest thrill and I have a great time with those kids. Sometimes in fifth grade, they're not so interested in having the principal sit with them. But boy, those little ones, it's a big deal. I've heard parents, their parents have come to me and said, yeah, I heard you had lunch with my kid yesterday. What a great time. What a great time. That's really good. Um, So now let's talk a little bit about the teachers that you work with and the things that you do to um, let them know that you appreciate them and obviously that's a big thing for you um, because you did a little cheer when I said that earlier and also um, your teachers have said that 
many times. So why is that so important and what do you do to to show that to teachers? You know, I've had people tell me when they walk into Sandy Elementary, it just feels good here. It feels positive and feels happy. It's a great place to be. And I love that. Um, like I said, I'm a people person and I want people to feel safe. I want them to feel comfortable and I want people to have fun. I, w I love my staff so much. I, I love to laugh with them and giggle with them and talk about our favorite TV shows or the funny commercial that we've seen or something on, on, uh, the internet that we viewed together. I feel like, you know what? I I'm, I'm separate from you, but I am with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I really try to praise in weekly bulletins and things there for their work. When I hear teachers say they haven't been praised or they don't feel appreciated, it breaks my heart because I want my teachers to feel that I appreciate them. Uh, something I do at Christmas time, I write personal letters. I call them my, my Christmas love letters mm -hmm. for every member of the staff, every full-time staff member, part-time this past year, I wrote 93 letters and they were all personalized. For every student. In fact, can I brag for a minute? Yes. We have a wonderful new employee in our cafeteria, and she's from Brazil. And her English is, is very good, but she struggles a little bit. Um, so as I was writing her letter, I did half of it in English and half of it in Portuguese. That's very Because cool. I thought, you know what, I need to have her know that I appreciate her here. We've laughed about a few things. I've tried to speak a little Portuguese with her, and I'm terrible. I don't speak any of that. Um, but I wanted her to feel that I knew her, that I knew who she was and where she came from. So that was great. So I, I try to make all my letters very personal. Mm -hmm. I do not hesitate to hug my teachers. Uh, we recently had a death of a teacher at our school. And um, it was very upsetting, and it still is very upsetting for so many of our staff. We, we miss her. This just happened um, about a month ago, so barely happened. And as we came together as a staff to talk about her and reminisce and mourn together we we were close and we held hands and we hugged each other and cried together and um i loved being a part of that and and feeling not removed but feeling that we're all in this together and let's just love and support each other how can a teacher feel appreciated or respond when when he or she is not supported and feels removed mm -hmm. it is hard because as a as an instructional leader as a principal we do have to um sometimes reprimand or correct. Um, but I think we, you just learn to listen or pause and you, you praise. I met with a teacher last night I was concerned about and had to address some several, several issues with her. And I was concerned about the meeting because I knew it was going to be rough mm -hmm. and was, and would not be a happy meeting and she would probably not receive things well. Um, I started the meeting telling her of the growth I'd already seen in her and, and how pleased I was with her progress. I shared with her my concerns and I also shared with her a, a plan I had for her. And I also told her that, um, I wanted her here. Despite all these concerns, I had hired her. I believed in her and I wanted her here and I wanted to work with her. We cried together because this was a pretty big deal. And, um, we hugged at the end, and I saw her this morning. I hugged her again and told her I believed in her. We were going to work together to make this this happen. Because we're dealing with teachers, but we're dealing with people. Right. 
And of course, I have to do what's best for my kids. Bottom line, what is best for kids? Who is the best teacher in that class for the kids? But we're dealing with people who have emotions and feelings and, and lives outside of school and unknown stress and pressures to me. Um, so I want to feel like even under hard times, I can be kind and express my expectations and my requirements, but I, but I still need to treat them with respect. Right. And, and through those two different, yet both very difficult situations with the tragic passing of a teacher, which I can't imagine going through and with letting someone know that their performance is not up to par. Um, I imagine that your last seven years of goodwill and kindness, especially that you mentioned, has built a reserve where you can go through those things mm -hmm. with your teachers and and have them bring you closer rather than push you away. I sure them. hope so. In fact, I had an aide just tell me, um, she told me yesterday or today, it's all blended together, you know, long days. She said, I have saved every letter you've written to me. And she says, when I read those, when I need a little up, I need to feel, mm -hmm. feel like I'm doing a good job and feel like I need to be recognized. That means a lot to me that those letters have become personal and, yeah. um, that, it, that really it has built a reservoir mm -hmm. for, for staff members. And, and in turn, I feel like staff members trust me and, um, come to me for advice that I have very much an open door, uh, policy and, and let's laugh and let's cry and let's be together. Yeah. That's really amazing. One of the other things your teachers have said is that um, they feel like every interaction with you is real and not um, I'm too busy or I'm not really paying attention. And then even when I got here today, you said, let me finish this and save it. And then, you know, you close your laptop and focus just on me instead of being distracted by other things I know you need to do because you got so much on your plate. Um, talk about how you give that individual attention to Well, that's pretty great because there are times I know I can, I'm a <laughs> great multitasker. Um, well, that's what educators do. We have to multitask. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I try. I know I can improve on that, on giving my full and undivided attention to people. But I also think I, that that's a form of respect. If I can truly give them time, truly give them. Okay, and where were we? Well, I, uh, yeah, sorry about that, bud. That's okay. Okay, can I can add something though right now, can't I? Yeah. Okay. A big deal for me is to thank people. I, I, I thank people all the time. And that's a a conscientious thing I do. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. And um I just think people need to feel that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It just came back to me. Um giving my attention to teachers and visiting with right. teachers. Okay. And and I well, I'm glad they feel that way because I know I can be distracted. I know I can be distracted. And um, I want them to feel that their time with me is is real, mm -hmm. that I'm really listening. I have a tendency to talk too much. I have a tendency to to talk, to offer suggestions before hearing the whole story. And so those are skills. Those are things that I have to work on. But I'm glad my teachers, for the most part, feel that they are being heard mm -hmm. and that they can come to me. Yeah, Um what they said was that your open door policy is not just a um, come on in and you can sit here, but a 
it's open and I'll listen, I'll take feedback and concerns. Um, so I think that's a really great thing as well. well so thank you. Um, so one of the questions that I ask everybody is how, what's something that one, um, one principal can do this week to become a transformative principal more like you? Wow. <laughs> Gosh. Um, you know what? I, I do my best and I, and I've learned, I learned my mentor and, and a, a, one of my mentors, a person I did my, um, internship in elementary. I learned so much from her who really, she really shaped me into who I am. And I wanted to be her until I found out I wanted to be myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I learned things from her where she seemed, never seemed rushed she she gave people time and she loved her job the days were long days were hard and kids were a challenge but she laughed i heard her laugh a lot i've worked with principals and administrators who don't laugh or smile mm -hmm. and finding joy that joy every single day makes a difference and so that that's what i would say laugh every day laugh with your staff um, smile at your kids with your kids be the one to be do the goofy things and to to tell the jokes just just because you know what it's stressful we know work is stressful and days are long and there's always something to complain about yeah but we just have to laugh and in fact i have in my office during other times of the year a sign that says happy I also have a sign that says laugh because those things are important to me. We have to be happy. We have to laugh. And by doing those things, it's going to cheer our faces. We're going to, the stress is not going to be as strong and it'll be a great place to be and learn every day. Yeah, that's great. Um, the last question that I always ask everybody is what is something in your office that most people probably don't have in their offices that uh, you think has a unique story or something that reminds you of the kind of principle that you should be. Okay. Easy, easy one. <laughs> All right. Back in the corner, right back there. I see it every day. I have that little figurine of kids. It looks like 1950s, 40s uh -huh. school kids hanging on a swing and they're swinging. That was a gift given to me from the PTA after my second or third year teaching or being a principal here at Sandy. It is significant to me for several reasons. First off, this school has been around a long time. There's been a school on this property for over a hundred years. Wow. We're in historic Sandy. This is a very traditional place. So for the last hundred years, kids have played on this, on these school grounds. Um, and the key were there, they have played, they have had fun at school. Mm -hmm. So let's have fun at school. Let's make every day a joyful experience and make Make learning fun, make learning play, and have a great day. Cool. That's really great. Okay. Well, that is it. Thank you so much, Sandra. Sandra said some really great things in there, and she's just such a neat lady and like I said in the beginning, you just feel so relaxed and at ease whenever you're around her. I hope that that feeling is communicated to her teachers as well. I know it is to her students. That was a great interview. Um, really glad that you could listen to that. 
One thing I want to quickly comment on is I found it so fascinating that she was quick to say she's never going to know all the students' names in our school. And last week we listened to Dr. VR who said that he absolutely knows everybody's name in the school. And what I find amazing about that is that it doesn't really matter whether or not you know the kids' names per se, but they need to know that you love them and you care about them. And I think both of those principles exhibited that tremendously. If you have any questions or feedback for me, you can always get a hold of me at jethrojones at gmail.com or find me on Twitter at jethrojones. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.